spoil this beautiful day or anything, huh? <laughs> Come on. It's a leopard. Stay back. Cover your mouth. Don't breathe his air. Don't come any closer. It's okay, John. It's okay. Rabbi, 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 you can handle this disease. You Please. Please. Please don't turn away from me. I won't. Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Only if you want to, I submit to you. My sister, she was a servant at the wedding. She told me what you could do. I know you can heal me if you are willing. Seek your own honor. Please just do me this one thing. But what do I tell people? Go. Show yourself to the priest. Let them inspect you and see that you are cleansed. Make the proper offering in the temple as Moses commanded. And go on your way. Who has an extra tunic? Just one of you, just one of you. That's enough. Green is definitely your color. <laughs> Not too shabby. <laughs> it was years since he had first noticed the numbness in his hands. He'd maybe cut himself on a knife or something and never felt anything. Since it had got worse and worse and he knew he had to go and see the priest and be pronounced unclean and called untouchable. No one had come near him since that day. Children ran away when they saw him. Unable to work, presumed a sinner by everyone because why else would God curse you with such a thing? An outcast, perhaps creeping nearby to watch his wife and children from a distance. 
heartbroken, begging by day, sleeping by night or trying to sleep in the stinking leper colony outside the town. Surrounded by death and dying, this man had no hope, lonely and desperate. Desperate enough to call out to Jesus, to Jesus, this great teacher from God, this man with a face that shone with compassion. This past year, many of us have longed for a touch. We've longed to hug our family, to hold a hand, to feel an arm around our shoulder, to be jostled in a crowd, to stand side by side in a sports arena or a room full of worshippers, to sit close across a table in a cafe or restaurant, to sit on a sofa in a life group, to share a car, to chat to a stranger, not to think even for a moment how close we are or how far away from another person. In some ways, we can identify with this man, unclean, untouchable, and we can see many people around us crying out for a touch from Jesus. And Jesus still reaches out. I hope that today we can pray, give me a compassionate character like Jesus. Let's read this story in Matthew's Gospel, chapter eight. Large crowds followed Jesus as he came down the mountainside. Suddenly a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus said to him, don't tell anyone about this. Instead, go to the priest and let him examine you. Take along the offering required in the law of Moses for those who've been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed. Jesus had just been teaching the people up on the hillside. Matthew chapter four tells us that he'd also been healing many and now the crowds were following him. And this man steps out from hiding, daring to hope, and Jesus stops for the one, the untouchable one, and he touches and he heals him completely. Why? Because Jesus has a heart of compassion. We're looking in TLC at the moment at character like Jesus. And it's important to see that Jesus' character is integrated. He's not compassionate one moment, confident another moment, humble another. He is all good all the time. And compassion is through every fibre of his being completely blended in perfection. Compassion, it's love, but it's love in action. It's mercy, if you like, with legs. And here we see firstly, Jesus' compassionate heart. He says, I am willing. Jesus always has this heart. When the father said, who will go for us? Jesus said, I am willing. And he came down. When the cross loomed, he sweat drops of blood, but he still said, I am willing. And he went to the cross for us. And here one man kneels before him and the son of God doesn't hesitate to get in the dirt beside him and to look him in the eyes and say, I am willing. What a savior. I love Jesus. We also hear Jesus' compassionate words. He says, be healed. It was the words that healed this man's body. John's gospel calls Jesus the word. 
He says, in the beginning was the Word. And here the Word, who created the heavens and the earth with his words, speaks life into this man's body. It's true recreation. Words of authority. The man is completely made new. Sores heal. Body parts are restored. Instantly, it says, the leprosy disappeared. And we also see Jesus' compassionate touch. Jesus reached out a hand and he touched the man. Jesus could just have spoken from a distance and the man would have been healed. But it was Jesus' touch that reached the man's soul. With a hand, with a hug, he broke the barriers between clean and unclean. The scandalous love of Jesus takes our breath away. How significant one touch can be. Today, maybe you feel unclean or unworthy of mercy. Why not see yourself reaching out to Jesus? He says, I am willing. He speaks life to you and he reaches out and touches you now. I wonder how this man lived after this life-changing day. I imagine with gratitude, enjoying his family, living life to the full, following Jesus, probably saying, make me like you, Jesus. We have received Jesus' compassion. How can we become more like Jesus? What about us and compassion? Firstly, our heart. Do we say, I am willing, like Jesus? The way character change works is we receive and we give. This process of heart change is the process of renewal. Out of who he is, God changes us. Out of who we are, we change the world. One act of compassion at a time. I wonder if anybody watching has had a heart transplant. It would be great, wouldn't it, if we could just book a spiritual operation and have Jesus' heart grafted into our heart. But it doesn't just work that way. We're saved in a moment, but we are transformed over a lifetime. It starts with saying on a regular basis what Jesus says here, I am willing. We ask him to change us bit by bit. When I first started serving in open hands, in our sessions and in the meal, I confess I had some squeamishness about some of the sights, some of the smells. I had some judgment at people's life choices. I was still a work in progress. I've learned to see each guest as the child that they were intended to be. And gradually over the years, my heart has changed. I see people more now as made in God's image. Do you know, as our hearts change, so will our words. And like Jesus, we all speak life. Uh, a secret surprising musical taste of mine is Toby Mac. I like a bit of Toby Mac when I'm exercising or working out. One of his songs is called Speak Life and a few of the lyrics say this. It's crazy to imagine words from our lips as the arms of compassion. Mountains crumble with every syllable, hope can live or die. So speak life, speak life. Look into the eyes of the brokenhearted. Watch them come alive as soon as you speak life, you speak love, you speak hope. Being compassionate like Jesus means our words will bring life. The Bible says the power of life and death is in the tongue. After we put a message of thanks on our door to our post lady, Lydia, the post lady, posted a note through herself saying, your note made me smile. 
Thank you. I wonder where can we speak life this week? In texts, WhatsApps, good use of social media, letters, calls, words, even listening for a word of knowledge or encouragement specifically for a person. And for some relationships or opportunities, it's time to be very bold and share our story. And as well as speaking life, let's speak up. I'm talking about justice. The world is full of untouchable groups of people. Why not join the I Want Justice monthly newsletter from TLC, where we just highlight a different issue of injustice each month and suggest ways to pray and take action. So is our heart compassionate? Are our words compassionate? And what about our touch? Will we, like Jesus, reach out and touch them? Even the untouchable ones, the ones that other people don't see. In 1967, Doug Nicholas was serving as a young man with a missionary society in India, and he contracted TB, so he ended up in a sanatorium for several months. He didn't yet speak the language, but he tried to give Indian Christian literature to patients, doctors, and nurses. Everyone refused, some politely, many rudely. He felt their distrust. The first few nights, Doug woke up around two o'clock in the morning coughing. One night he noticed an old man on the ward who would sit up and try time and time again to stand. The man finally fell back into bed, exhausted. Doug heard him crying softly. The next morning, the stench in the ward was awful. Obviously the old man had been trying to go to the bathroom and had soiled himself. Other patients yelled insults. Angry nurses moved him roughly from side to side as they cleaned up the mess. The next night, Doug heard the man again. This time, he got out of bed and went over. He put his arms under the man, thinking how very light he was. He was so weak. The missionary carried him to the toilet, a small filthy room with a hole in the floor. He held him like a child while he relieved himself and carried him back to his bed. The old man kissed him on the cheek, smiled and said something he couldn't understand. The next morning, another patient handed Doug a cup of tea and he motioned with his hands that he would like one of those leaflets about Jesus. All through the day, patients, nurses and doctors asked for literature. Many came to Jesus. Doug was not well. He didn't speak the language. He couldn't use clever words to persuade the people. What he did do was he became a toilet seat for a dying man. Soon it will be possible for all of us to physically reach out to those outside of our household. For now, there are many ways that we can touch lives. Some we've mentioned. Ask Jesus, be creative. What about making or mending or baking or walking with? Or what about praying for? We can really touch lives. We can put legs on love. So think again about the leper, the untouchable one, and wonderful Jesus, his heart full of compassion, his words bringing life, and his touch breaking every chain. Let's all be compassionate like Jesus. Peggy, a lady that we used to know, is now in heaven. She was married to a pastor and for many, many weeks in their evening service, a man would come in who had open sores that stank terribly. Rows of seats would be empty all around him. No one wanted to come near. 
he was untouchable. But every week Peggy would go and deliberately sit next to this man and through the whole service she would smile and seem at ease. Was she especially strong? Did her nose not work? No, her husband said that often she would go home and vomit after the service at the impact of sitting close for so long. But she had compassion like Jesus. She saw beyond the surface to the person made in God's image. Shall we just pray together for a moment? Jesus, Lord of compassion, make me new. Make me like you. May my heart say like yours, I am willing. May my words speak life. May my touch heal broken hearts. And Jesus' heart says to you today, I am willing. His words say, be healed. His hands reach out and touch your life right now to make you new. Amen.